Welcome to another episode of Real Talk with Pastor Brad and Christy Webb. Whether topics covered are real, transparent, and truthful. Here are your hosts, Pastor Brad and Christy. Hello, everybody. We are here with Real Talk with Brad and Christy, but I started we off We are today. back. I messed us up yep, in line, in order. Opening I got to intro. say hello first. Yes, you did. So. Hey, guys. It's great to be back with you this week for a brand new episode. We're working on Christy's opening line. I'm working on my opening line, She's and I still don't line. have a hashtag closing line. I don't have a closing line, but I'm working on it. Well, it's up to you. You have to create it. I have to commit to That's one. It. So you got to believe yeah. in it. You got to really believe in it a lot. That's Whatever that line is, you got to be you got to be on it Committed and fully it. believe in it. Serious commitment. Okay, I'm going to work on that. But All right. For right now, it's just hello opening. And we're back. We are Update back. in our life. We have updates. Yes, a lot of stuff have. going on. A lot happened in the last we seven have. days. Lots going on. We have been, um, uh, well, update on the garden is we can go through that quickly. There is no update on the garden because I'm behind. And it's raining. It's like really gross outside and really wet. So we we scheduled time. We had a plan. And then and you left. And no, Saturday there was there was rain. Mm-hmm. Brad said, "I don't think it's going to rain much. We'll do it, you know, tomorrow." Tomorrow was, was like night. ankle yeah. deep ankle water deep. in yeah. the garden. <laughs> so we did not do that. So anyway, we do have progress though. We could post those pictures on Instagram, the what it looked like before we started and what it looks like today. It's that different. way we can keep them keep our keep them updated. Keep our podcast family updated updated so other things going on though we i took a trip this week i went to a zoo brad is not a huge lover of zoos so the children and i went to the zoo alone well my sister and i took our my children to the zoo and i got to ride a camel it was cool it was a i got to ride a camel and feed a stingray those were our two things that that's kind of weird the whole stingray thing but if you're not used to it but um yeah that so that was fun a little different you guys were impressed with it we were we got to see a panda five hours later as bradley likes to say is how long y'all spent at the zoo and so i'm very thankful to my sister-in-law who went with you and took that trip because five hours at a zoo brad would have been crazy but um yeah it was fun. It was great. It was yeah, a good update trip. on the farm. We got some new additions this week. We did while we were gone on the zoo trip. <laughs> um, Brad got new calves. New baby calves. New baby calves and new um, and equipment. And a new toy. A new yeah. toy. Yeah, that's absolutely. We got a new piece of equipment to help in the process of working cattle. And AKA Bradley got a new set of monkey bars. He's you loving know, it. I was uh, pleased to have the new addition. Uh, thank you. Jacob McCoy and Bayou Robert Co-op for helping us with that new edition. Yes, he did. Not sponsoring the new edition because yeah, I'm sure I'll get yeah. that bill too. To which my wife said, we're never going to pay him off. No, right? we are not because <laughs> he always has new toys. And so, uh, yeah, Bradley, man, he converted that quickly to a set of monkey bars. He was like living large. He does. Bradley does embrace farm life in all aspects. What did he say? I was created for this. Yes. I was created to live on a farm. That is what he has proclaimed. 
Absolutely. But yeah, it's been a great week. Good things happening. So glad you were able to make the trip to your family and spend some time with them. And uh, back. You made it back. All right. I did make it back. 12 feeding, driving hours later. Yeah, feeding stingrays, riding camels, new, camels, new monkey bars. I mean, it's, a it's been a week. On. It's it been is. a week. So still not eating vegetables, but. Working on it. It's been a week. All right. My dad always said Kroger was his garden. So right now, <laughs> Kroger is still our garden, too. Albertson's still- Kroger. <laughs> Absolutely. Sam's, so. everybody's our garden right now. But we're working on our own garden. So it will be great one day. So, uh, hey, we want to just update you a little bit on the download progress because we have some giveaways. A giveaway coming up this week is our favorite coffee and also uh, the book that has really been instrumental to... Our life, my life, uh, it's just very encouraging. And uh, we're going to send that out to a lucky winner. Brianna, Brianna's here, helps us produce this. She loves the book. You were excited when you saw we were giving this away. So, um, Christy, tell us what they have to do to enter into the running for this it is very not, nice coffee. It is nice coffee, book. but it is not hard. All they have to do is like us. Share us with a friend and comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us, give us an opinion. Tell us something. We're going to ask you some questions this week, um, throughout the week uh, on the, um, on Instagram, on Facebook. So tell us what you think. Answer the question. Um, and, and just give us some examples of some stuff we're going to be asking you about this week. So, um, answer that. But if you like it, share it and comment, then you are in the running for, Coffee and the a book. gift of the week. The gift of the week. There that's right. Go. But the download downloads, progress. That's though, right. That's the big prize. That's somebody, the prize I want. Somebody told me this week. They're like, man, I'm. I made sure my wife downloaded and listened, so we can get these numbers there, so we can get get the big giveaway. That's right. It's AirPods. So we last are week going we, to give away AirPods. AirPods. Yep. That way you can listen to us with phenomenal sound. Uh, last week, the progress is we were at 1,304 downloads. One week later, we were at 1,396. So that's 92 new downloads. Thank you to all those people who downloaded us for the first time. So that's uh, we're 1,104 downloads away from giving away those AirPods, which is at this current rate in 12 weeks, somebody will be the lucky winner of these brand new AirPods. That's okay. That's okay, but hey, come on, guys. AirPods will be great in 12 weeks, this. too, I promise. Also, uh, when we were looking at this, uh, it shows us where everybody is uh, listening from and downloading our new episode from. So we're going to post a map where we currently are. And, uh, man, we want to fill the map of the United States. And so let's color it in. Go to our Instagram page. You will see that there, that picture. Help us color it in. If you have family or friends out of state, share this with them. And uh, if it's been encouraging to you, and uh, maybe we can color in the map this summer. I know. We, we hope to color in the map this summer. We like to travel, and we like to look at where things are on the map and show our kids where they are. Ella has, like, a map of the United States, a puzzle she puts together and stuff so we're, we are going to color filling, in the united states yeah we're filling in the map where all we have been and then our friend mara has uh had a challenge where she wanted to go to every national park so That's this right, week we've been having those conversations we've about been looking those up i am parks. all for Thank it you, mara. there are two in hawaii mara i am your girl i will go with you 
There you I go. Mean, she already volunteered. Don't for that. travel alone, Mara. Hawaii, Hawaii. Oh my Hawaii. gosh, Hawaii is. Uh, um, you know, take a friend. I'm. I'm all for the national park there too. So uh, we're about to dive into the topic, but one thing we want to do different this week is we want to keep the conversation going throughout the week. And you can do that by our Instagram page, going there, Facebook, and uh, just, uh, you know, when we go throughout this today, there will be a couple of times where I talk to you about that, where you can post something. And I want to say thank you to everybody who's been posting and encouraging us already. But you can ask a question, you can uh, answer a question, you can share something there, and you will do that at hashtag hashtag talk how will they do that christy I, they just, I was gonna try one thing and i have absolutely butchered it butchered it yeah so Crash it is hashtag buy. real talk with brad and christy that's it uh, hashtag real talk brad and christy with brad and christy um so let's let's try it all again hashtag real talk with brad and christy can you do that hashtag <laughs> 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 hashtag real talk with brad and christy very good very good maybe repeat we can start a new trend hashtag. oh speaking of repeat after me we had a wedding we did we talk did about that. yes absolutely jeremy uh, and victoria a little send out a little love to them they won't hear thank it because you they're so on a much. trip right now jeremy and victoria for letting us be part of your big day we had a great time and i got we to did. dance at your wedding we did dance at their wedding it was All great right. and it's on instagram absolutely all right. Somebody videoed the preacher dancing. Oh, no. It was classic, though, because one of our friends said, Brad can dance. Right. In, in the clip, you can actually hear her saying, <laughs> oh, Brad can dance. She was kind of a little amazed. So uh, today's topic came to us from one of our friends. Uh, we were actually on a Zoom call with him, and he brought up this subject, and we began to talk about it. And so today, Christy and I would like to dive in a little real talk with this subject on disposable society. Mm. We live in a disposable society. So we were thinking about that and Our talking about it, and uh, it's a interesting topic because of the day and time that we live in. We looked this up because I wasn't smart enough to know this, nor was I alive then. But on August the 1st, 1955, <laughs> Life magazine published an article entitled Throwaway Living. Because new throwaway things were happening. You, for the first time, you could buy something for the purpose of throwing them away, using them not like multiple times until they wore out. But for the first time in, in um, mass production, they were going to produce something that was bought just to use one time and throw away. And this was not something that was really popular then or not really. It was really not even heard of back then. But what was it, Brad? What was the first disposable item mass produced? Um, I was going to say silverware, but it'd be plasticware. Cutlery. Cutlery. Cutlery, Cutlery and plates and those word. things were the were the things that they were first things that began to throw away. And it was this whole idea came about because they were trying to help the wife carve out. They had figured that she spent 40 hours a week doing dishes. I believe it. Because it's way before dish, you know, like dishwashers were so popular. Every home did not have a dishwasher. Well, it probably had several dishwashers, but they were humans. Right. And uh, they were trying to figure out a way, how can we streamline this and make life easier on moms and wives? And can I just tell you, this is actually something that I have talked about 
quite a bit lately with with people and um my sister-in-law and I Patty and I were talking just the other day about oh if that bowl's not dishwashable if mm. it doesn't go in the dishwasher we don't buy it that is correct even if it says do not dishwash we like uh let's try it once we were really? so happy when we got married about those bowls that were so nice with the rubber bottoms yeah and they were like stainless mixing. steel mixing bowls with rubber bottoms and we were so excited and then it says do not put in the dishwasher well i'm just here to say like 10 years, 10 years later, <laughs> we have not lost a rubber bottle. And we have not and we have washed stopped from putting them in the dishwasher. The if they don't go in the dishwasher, we they're they're really not our favorite. I mean, we use things obviously that won't fit in the dishwasher, but they are not our favorites. Not our favorites by no means. By any means because we um we we So we're the dishwashing. testing ground so, for whether or not something is dishwasher. But then dishwasher we had a safe. friend over the other night and I walked in um and like I, we, I was in the backyard and I walk in and she's like hand washing dishes and she loves that. It's therapeutic. She, she liked like that. that and and yeah. I do not, I do not share that that. That's love. a neat gift. That is a gift. I mean, yeah. I'm all for her, you know, visiting Absolutely. whenever. And I told her she's welcome to come over, but it's just not something. So I totally get why they started this, but. Moving on into the conversation, you know, at first it was to help housewives, you know, just ease ease up their workload. But now everything's disposable. I mean, you know, if and I mean everything. I'm sitting here holding my phone in my hand, and this is my like what fifth iPhone of my lifetime. Not that it's disposable, but at the same time it is. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's before, you know, um, if you had a phone in your house. That was the phone you kept in your house. You had one phone, the whole family used it or whatever. And, you know, you didn't mess with it. You it didn't hung on the wall. It Well, and, and when it didn't, when you started moving it around, if you messed up the phone cord, oh, my gosh. With you my were si- in big I remember trouble. this when my sister was like a teenager. You messed up the phone cord. It's like, you broke it. I can't talk on the phone. It was a big deal. But now, even phones, it's like, oh, it's going to cost me something. But So now when we think about. I'm going to toss it and get a new When we think one. about disposable living, we think about it in a negative context. But when this whole thing started, it was such a positive thing trying to help people. Um move forward and have ease in life. And so now just about, as you said, everything is disposable. Um, we have cheaper furniture that is disposable, um, furniture that doesn't last long. And, uh, we've been looking for new furniture and, uh, man, I found one that had lifetime warranty on it. And I'm like, that's the one I want. It's going to last forever, last forever. But a lot of times, like, Again, you don't want, you don't care if it lasts forever. You know, you're you're putting a kid in a dorm room. You're going to go to Walmart and buy a table. You're not going to go to, oh, it's got to last a lifetime. And so uh, sometimes there are, there, there are reasons to have disposable, even yeah. furniture. Ikea, Ikea has been phenomenal at that. And shout out to Ikea because we found out we have six new listeners in Sweden. I know we had downloads. What about that? It's interesting. Ikea, man, and I'm just saying, it is cool. It has disposable, like their furniture is not built to last a lifetime. But, man, you can go to Ikea and spend the day. Brad, we have done that. Brad Absolutely. Brad loves Ikea, or loved. We've only been, what, once, twice? Twice. We've been twice. Two whole but, times. Um, two whole times yeah. to visit. But it is it is a cool store. And But it's you're right, it's not made for... Ever. And today, a lot of people have uh, throwaway for convenience more than just cost. You know, it's like, this is just convenient, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to have these things that we just throw away. And so uh, it's cool now, though, that the paperware and uh, silverware cutlery, like they have 
like it looks like formal like right it's it's silver it's it's plastic but it's like silver plastic yeah Yeah. it's made out of you know to keep not for it to use once and throw it away but it's made to look nice it looks good in pictures it looks fancy it feels well too though Okay, so that it's funny that it fun, it's funny that cutlery is what it is because I will tell y'all I'm gonna call Brad out on this. He's picky. He called out a local called out. I am. He called out a local person that um that had cutlery at their restaurant and said y'all got to get better stuff. <laughs> well, because when I was trying to cut it, it was bending like my fork was bending in half. You know, like the knife was okay, but the fork it just it would bend. It wouldn't stand up straight. And he told them about it. And they were like, oh, we have some better just for you. The next time we went in there, they're like, look, we bought better forks for Brad. Yes. No, it's not just for me. It's for everybody. Like, I mean, if I feel that way, other people feel that way. But everybody doesn't call him out. But he did. Well, I didn't call him out. One particular. Anyway. He he happily suggested. So, you know, we're I, I, this is very important, too, um, because, you know, think about. You know, we used to get out when we were younger. Uh, we you'd always see repair shops. You know, I remember Sears had a whole division of repair here, and then you could have your TV repaired. You everything was repairable. Now it is everything's not. Everything's disposable. When we moved uh, into one of our homes, we um, were getting a new washer and dryer, and uh, we purchased a used washer and dryer from. Uh, David Gaspard, and uh, shout out to David for helping us with that at David Jr.'s Appliances. And uh, we think about that, and he's like, this is the one you want because uh, it's repairable. And then we had somebody come repair it, and he was like, whatever you do, don't get rid don't of get this of the one. Ri- yeah, he did say that. In don't fact, get rid of this wanted washer. to get rid of it the other day because it needs repairing. It does. And I said, nope. Ken said, whatever we do, do not get rid of this washer and dryer because you can get parts for it. And we need to order one. So there's a whole line of stuff that um, is not repairable anymore. That's Nor right. is it cost effective to repair it. And I don't know, washers and dryers, like, I guess they're harder to work on now. Mm-hmm. Or you this don't work on This happened yesterday. I needed a regulator fix for my torch set, and I took it to the place to have it repaired, and he said, we well, can get a new one for $20 more. So you just bought a new just one? Just bought a new one. Because it's just easier. It's just easier. And it's quicker to just take it off and put it's the new quicker. one on. It's quicker. I didn't have to wait on it to come back. It was there. Just got it. So There you go. So. so what does all this have to do with you in your life? You know, why are we talking about this today? Because, you know, how do you find value in things? You know. Well, and, and I think another thing about it is we have now gone from, which we've talked about, you know, appliances. We've talked about cutlery, whatever, stuff like that, household goods. But. A lot of times now, we're kind of circling back to past episodes here, but even your relationship with people, it's like, oh, they don't think what I think. They aren't they aren't living up to my standards. I'm done with mm. them. So you're saying what happens when disposable a disposable society bleeds over into other areas of my life? Well, a disposable, yeah, I mean, it's... it's Are people disposable? That, the whole entire society is that thought of anything's disposable. Mm-hmm. So when the non-disposable, which is people in relationships, are treated as disposable. And I think they have become that. They have become that. In a lot of people's mind, in a lot of situations. Because I'm sure if you said to, if you walked up to a person and said, is, are people disposable? They're like, no, no, people are not disposable. What do you mean? I can't just get rid of a person. But 
You cancel them. Ah. You cut them out of your life. Or, I mean, yeah, they are disposable to you. Cancel culture. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So I think that um, we have gotten so used to, we have let it become like, you know, whereas you used to just throw away a paper plate and then you threw away a paper plate and the forks and then you threw away, you know, the serving dishes are now disposable. And then, mm-hmm. and it just literally went on and on and on. And it's this huge hole where it started out, you know, the size of a BB and now it's the size of a Grand Canyon and everything, everything falls into it. Everything is disposable now. And so my question for this podcast is when, where, where does it stop? You have to, it, it, it can't you all be disposable value somewhere. What do you put value in? Where do you put place your value? What do you treat as non-disposable items? What do you treat as like, yeah, like how what, do you how determine do you buy, it? Yeah. How do you, how do you determine the value of that? In fact, this whole conversation started and it was really cool because we were in a zoom conference with this friend of ours, Pastor Matt, and he literally reached back and pulled a, uh, a open face reel off of his shelf, which his father gave him, who is, now passed away, and he said this would be like 10 bucks at a flea market, but it's up here in a special place of value, whereas all my other reels, I go through several of those. Uh, you know, Every couple of years, I just get rid of them and get new ones, just discard them, but not this one because it had so much value. So what brings value to something in your life, and do you even look for those things, the valuable places? Do you, and certain th- I think certain things you look for value in them, but then certain things you just write it off and say oh, it's not worth it, uh, worth it. So m- going back to putting it into a personal perspective or person to person perspective, do you have that one person you meet and you think, oh, I could you know become friends with this person or that person, and again you aren't going to automatically say oh that person's not valuable, but you find out oh you have different likes you. They have different, oh my goodness, political views, and they're done. They are disposed. There's no, there's no value of, the, there's suddenly no value to that friendship. There's no value to getting to know that person or anything like that because they have a religious difference than you or a political difference than you or a, you know, whatever kind of difference than you. So you're like, oh, that person's not valuable enough to get to know. Yeah, like they could have the best food in town, but because they are different than you, people won't frequent that place. Right. Again, because they know their political views Mm -hmm. are different or their, you know, whatever kind of views are different. Oh, they're, uh, you know. So all of a sudden, man, we have dealt with expectation versus reality. What's the expectation for the life of my silverware and my appliances versus (laughs) the reality of that? We have touched back on council culture. Christy, you're hitting a home run here. I'm circling the wagons. You're circling the wagons, (laughs) man. She's getting this thing down pat. And so what is the difference between depreciation and appreciation? Wow. Where did you come up with these questions? These are like hard, like... Serious questions. Well, it is serious because if you think about that, how far does something depreciate out before you just throw it away? Or is it appreciating in your life? I would have to contact my accountant. (laughs) Your accountant. Uh, So when you think about that, though, things in our life, we just appreciate them out, you know, and and that's how they end up in the dumpster of life. But then there's those certain things in our life that comes along and you just find value in it and you just won't get rid of it. Even if it doesn't work, you won't get rid of it. You just hold on to it. Get rid of it. Or you, yeah, you just hang on to it. Like Matt in the real, you just like keep Matt it. in the real. Yeah, it has just value. It, it has a different value than what it was created for. But in our life, that's how we are with Christ, because He created us in His own image. 
you know, when Matt picks up that reel and looks at it, he's thinking about the image of his father. He sees the image of when they went fishing with it. You know, when him and his dad was fishing, his dad was holding that rod and reel, and, you know, he has all that imagery in his mind, which is brings the value to it and the reason that he holds on to it. When you think about what the Bible teaches in Genesis, that we were created in the very image of God. And so in his image, we bear his likeness, you know. I love that story uh, in yeah. the New Testament where the disciples were asking Jesus whether or not they should pay taxes, talking of the account, speaking the account, of the accountant. Depreciation. Depreciation and appreciation of assets. And they were like, do we have to pay taxes? And Jesus said, let me see a coin. And he asked him, whose image is on this coin? And he said, well, Caesar's image is on this coin. And he said, give to Caesar what's Caesar's and then give to God what's God's. And so if you think about that, the money has the images of uh, presidents on them, as they like to say, dead presidents, you know, or dollars all have them. uh, But we have the very image of God bore in our content and character of our life. And so therefore, are we honoring him with all that we have and giving back to him? Wow. Yeah. I don't think we are appropriately. I'm calling myself out, but I don't think I'm doing it to the best of my ability, honoring God with... You know, my attitude towards people Ooh, and other things. Attitude. And, mm. Okay. Somebody told us this week, man, your podcast stepped on my toes. I was like, man, you're speaking to the you're speaking to the choir right now. Christy called me out on this expectations versus reality. You know, I'm with you, you know, but when you think about that, when you start, is my attitude and the content of my heart glorifying God? Ouch. That's tough. That is tough. Because you know go ahead. every every well, I think every um situation is unique and you know in one of them i'm like yes i'm lifting this person up i'm great and then it's like oh that person's here you know that other Mm. person that you're like roll your eyes when you see them drive up or maybe you hide and hope they're going to you know talk to somebody else or whatever but every person's worth something and every person is worth our time and that that attitude and that relationship's worth building too so. I remember one time I uh, had been preaching a revival and I came in and stopped at a little convenience store and man, I was on cloud nine. It had been a great night and there was this guy in there and he was giving the cashier a hard time and that person had come to church some and he he was um, um, intoxicated that night and uh, I seen him and went to go around him and uh, uh, like I just didn't feel like encountering that at that moment and he, he came back to me and he said, I'll tell you why I don't go to your church anymore and he had a long list of reasons and uh, breathe the first time I encountered this and uh, the uh, I said, man, is that all you got? Is that is that your best reasons? As I, I give you a whole lot better reasons than that. But I said, the most important reason is what God's doing in our life there through us. You know, because the Bible teaches in First Peter that we were bought with a price. You know, it says that we were not redeemed by corruptible things that were inherited from our forefathers by their futile way of life. But we were redeemed by the precious blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And boy, that's value. That's a lot of value. That is value. And that value is in us. So while we live in a disposable society that throws everything away. Everything. Can we look for ways to find the value of things that are so important to us? How do we find them? I don't, I don't, I don't know that there's a, a, you just know it. You know it when you find one. When you walk through your house and you see something that your father, grandmother, grandfather gave you. And, and I uh, mean, you just try to hold on to it. So I think that's funny. Um, 
right now I have a I have a quilt. My grandmother was a quilt maker. She made quilts for all of the many grandchildren and I have a quilt that has been in a closet for 10 years that we've been married. I mean, we, you know, pull it out as needed or whatever. Well, the ice storm was as needed. I needed, you know, Ella needed, um, and she loves that quilt. It has now been, it has replaced her bedspread. And she was like, why have I never seen this quilt before? And I, you know, I liked it when I was younger and I used it when I was younger, but I didn't really think about it. And now at her age, she loves this quilt she loves and it. she has put value in it. And it is, you know, she's there. It's, she sleeps under it every she night. She actually makes her bed every morning. She does. So she can see this it quilt. It did not happen before the quilt. It did not. But it's funny that, you know, um, it, again, it's not that I dislike the quilt. I just didn't put value in it immediately. And when she wow. saw it, it immediately Value, she immediately valued it. No, don't put it under my bedspread. Put it on top of my bedspread. And when we took went to take, you know, we've laughed and said the. Well, you got to get rid of one. Well, yeah, you got to get rid of one because the pecan trees have budded now, and it's time to get rid of your quilts. And um, uh, no, 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 we got to get rid of bedspread. I'm gonna sleep under this quilt. Unfortunately, the other one but, that she picked out went away because something of greater value came along. What other one? The what one, the, the other bedspread that she had. Oh, she did have a bed. Yeah, she was like, I, I don't want that anymore. She has, that value is not important anymore. Stick that in the closet. And I want this quilt. So she, a good way, you know, we ask, how do you find value in things? A good way to know how you find value in it is by how you treat it. Yes. And she is treating that quilt spectacularly. So a good right way now. to know how do you value the relationships with your children and other people in your life is how do you treat them? Do you how have do time you for speak it? To them? How do you speak to it? How do you how do you do you have time for it? You know, and and those kind of things. So when you're going through life, man, you can find a way to put some safety measures in your life to just check our motives and those things and ask myself, am am I living as if it's a I'm treating this as it's disposable? And I, I think another thing, um, another way to treat people also is sometimes you know we don't always have the best first impressions of people like give people a second Mm. chance but also you know sometimes it's um maybe how other people you see how other people value people you know what i'm saying because we've talked about this before there are a couple of people that have um and i'm thinking one person in particular that has come to church through our our youth ministry or whatever and I had a run-in with him as a teacher I witnessed him running in have other running ins with other teachers and stuff and I'm happy to report that now this person has grown up and is a has a job has a job is a good person in society you know like is living a a not not what I expected life, my expectation versus my reality. I was ready to write that person off, but other people saw the value in him here at church and they stuck with him and they, and they, you know, went along beside him. And I I encouraged that after a time, but originally my original impression was, Oh, write him off. And I'm, I'm calling myself out here because I didn't give that person enough of a chance. Sometimes you can, you know, you may not be the person that that other person needs, but you can be the, um, the liaison between those two people and helping that person, Brad and this person have a relationship and, and, you know, it's a, it's a good one. Whereas I, with this person did not have a good relationship, you know, but at the same time, I encourage Brad, you deal with him and I, I want you to 
you know, have that relationship or whatever, but I'm not the best person to speak to That's that. That's an excellent guardrail, Christy, because so many times maybe you need a buffer. Right. That's right. You know, instead of just cutting that person off, you need a buffer, you need a filter, you need something to help you maintain the connectiveness without losing it. And help that person fulfill themselves. You know, mm-hmm. you may not be that person that can help them, but you know a person that can help them. And Absolutely. In this case, it was Brad. So, so man, as we uh, bring this to a close, please know that we are not advocating for not throwing stuff away. We do not want you to become a hoarder. This is um, true. We are not advocating for you to repair something when it's cheaper to get a new one. But what we are saying is do not allow the disposable mindset to bleed over into things that should not be disposable. Like relationships. Your image, yeah. Relationships, people, yourself. That's very true. You are not disposable. Treat yourself like you're not. Take care of yourself. And realize Uh, that you're not disposable. Not just physically. Everybody, you know, when you say take care of yourself, everybody, well, I got to go to the gym, got to lose weight, whatever. I'm talking about psychologically and emotionally. You know, making sure that you're spiritually in a good place and that you have a good mindset and you're able to really have positive thoughts and put the best foot forward. So That's right. Those are your guardrails. So as we wrap up today, help us fill the map. Christy, how do they get in the drawing again? They like us, share us, comment about us. And help us fill the map. And help us fill the map. And tell us what you think. And we're going to be, um, oh, and use the hashtag, Real Talk with, with Brad and Christy. I'm not that hashtag. Hashtag Real Talk with Brad and Christy. And um, like I said, this week we're going to be asking you questions. What do you consider disposable? Tell us. And what do you consider not disposable? What are you not going to get rid of? What is that one thing What's that, that one thing that's valuable you're going to hold on to? That's odd. Send us a picture of it. I'll send you a picture of Ella's quilt. Or it's yeah. my quilt, my grandmother, my quilt. But <laughs> Ella has taken it yeah, and post, post it. it. Post it on our um, Instagram. On, post it to your Instagram and use our hashtag. I'm going to get this right. I know what I'm I'm wanting to say, but it's not I'm coming out of my I'm just glad you made a right. mistake on this hashtag business. I, I don't say it correctly. We're being coached as to how to say it. Thank you, Aaron and Bree, for making these podcasts possible. And, uh... Man, look, we want to encourage you. Thank you, Matt, for giving us this topic for today. We will be taking your topic. Some of you have been sending them. If there's something that you want us to talk about, you know, you can send it to us. And if it finds a place that it fits in our schedule, we'll be glad to. Also, if you have questions that you would like us to answer, please let us know that as well. The same way you can uh, DM uh, us. I just can't say those two letters together. DM us. I just did it. But anyway. <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, as you're out there fighting the good fight of faith, help us fill the map. Stay humble and hustle hard. Still no hashtag. Maybe that's your closing line. Still no hashtag. Still no line. Oh. We'll see you next week.